Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Raider, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Uh, hey Punk. It's a bit echoey in here. Echo. There's, there's no one around, around, around. <laughs> where have they all gone, gone? <laughs> yeah, where have they gone? I've no idea. Well, a couple of them are on holiday, so uh, we'll forgive them. Philly Psy, I don't, I don't know where he is, but Denver Dave is in Cuba. You could you could podcast from Cuba. You could, well, I'm I don't sure know. Is there any could, internet in Cuba? Well, I don't know. I haven't been, but I'm sure that, sure the restrictions have been lifted somewhat if they're letting him in the country. So. I think he went. He just went for the customs agents. I think. I think that's what it was. He likes he likes that rubber glove, the twang of a rubber glove. <laughs> yeah, with a stranger's hand in it as well is always always a charm. And uh, the king is uh, off to Amsterdam as well with his He's with his missus. So. Amsterdam. Yeah. Just so, a bit of Sean Connery in there. He did, yeah. <laughs> I must ask you a question, but I'm shaving it for later. You did a better than Amsterdam. <laughs> so this week, Punk, I thought we'd start with a review of the NFC. And when I say start, I mean that is gonna be the whole pod. That's gonna be the whole pod. Yeah. We've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> we were still we are gonna get the uh, the Rams fan uh, from Rams Nation United on. Hopefully uh tomorrow. Um, it's all rescheduling, conflicts. you know. It's difficult, man. I mean, that guy's on the on the west coast of of America, so there's you a just massive need to time get difference. Up earlier in the morning, so you make sure you get. I do, yeah. <laughs> we'll sort something out. I do want to speak to him, obviously, to find out what happened to the Rams, and then looking forward to next season as well. We'll have to get Patriot Mark back on to crow about his win. Probably yeah, next week when we do the AFC so, yeah. review. Let's, let's do that next week when we've got the AFC review. Yeah. I mean, we could do a bit of news, Punk, because obviously there has been a bit of movement. Modicum of mm. movement, a mm. yeah. NFL movability. <laughs> One of the best players in the league uh, this year and last year is Kareem Hunt, and the Cleveland Browns have picked him up. They have. This is correct. It does make the most sense, doesn't it? Obviously, John Dorsey did draft him into the league a couple of years ago and has given him a second chance. I can, I can get why they've picked him up. Mm. Um, I'm not going to start rights, wrongs. You know, they, they've they looked in and done their due diligence a lot more than I have. Mm. So if they're comfortable with Kareem Hunt being in their facility, then who am I to judge them? Also, he he did go to college in Ohio. He was born in Ohio, so it you know. It, yeah, I mean, it may well be that being back in in his home state and and everything else can you know help sort the lad out. It may well be that you know he's gone on certain programs and what have you for. He has been on aggression. Yeah, he has uh, done one or two. I know, programs. but you know, I I don't think we can judge the Browns too harshly. What it what it does do for me is is kind of give them a really good backfield for next season. We said that last year with uh, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, but if you're upgrading Carlos Hyde to <laughs> Kareem Hunt, yes, I'm not happy about this as a Steelers fan. That's I'm yeah, I'm I'm edging the 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 Browns closer and closer to those ten wins. Although when you said that going back to his home state would make him feel better, I could just hear Philly sigh in my ear going. Well, that's where the hotel incident happened as well. So, <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's always that, isn't there? But, yes, but at least maybe if he's known to local law enforcement, then <laughs> he might be able to keep him on the straight and narrow. Hmm. First just see him terms, coming. you know. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. No, it's. I mean, from a, from a footballing point of view, it is a good pickup for the Browns. Um, it's not an area of need, but when you've no, got not a Bradley talent, Chubb there. No, exactly. But when you've got a talent that good available, 
Wait, I said Brad. It's Nick Chubb, isn't it? Nick Chubb. God dear, keep making Denver Davis. Always happy with me for this. Mixed up. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Uh, yeah, it had a very good season. So yeah, it's just adding strength on the position. Exactly, and and you know, I I'm not going to sit here and and say that the Browns have done the wrong thing, and you know, should he have a second chance? That's not my position to question. The Browns are obviously happy. Mm. You know, he's he's you know been out of the league since. Was it October, November? Yeah, it was in October, end of October. So yeah, he played I eleven mean, games. I think if you go back to to when the incident occurred, and when it all came out, I think you and Denver Dave spent a good fifteen twenty minutes going back back and forth. We on did, it, so. yeah. And I was I, defending Kareem Hunt. I, yeah, I thought I mean, they I, were wrong to get rid of him. So. Like I say, I'm I'm not going to retread old ground, but <laughs> I think I think from a, a helping your quarterback who's very young point of view, mm. it's good as well. So you know, a strong running game. It'll be interesting to see how they use him next year. He's not bad at catching the ball as well out of the backfield. Yeah, he's so. fine. He's, he's, he's a very, very good running back. seven passing touchdowns he got last, se- last season and eight rushing touchdowns before the suspension. So, lest we forget though, Punk, he is still on the commission's exempt list and it's still pending the actual ban that he's going to get. Yeah. You know, if you think Zeke got six games and there was no video, it's going to be at least eight, I'm guessing. I uh, I don't know. Is Maybe it, the whole season. Is it a first offence? Uh, in the NFL, yeah, first offense in the NFL. You're probably looking at four or six. I would have suggested, but with a video, you had another well, four or six. There is a video, but I don't know. I'm 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 not going to second guess what the commission decides to do. Mm. You know, but if you're only getting four for peds, <laughs> yeah, and then a Super Bowl MVP and then a Super Bowl it. MVP title. <laughs> You know, four to six is probably around the right area, I'd say. For just, first just don't defense. go kneeling, punk. It, just yeah, don't go kneeling. I, I just think it'll be four to six, a big slap on the wrist, a big fine, and you know, if you do it again, you're getting a season. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Also, news just broke of uh, Antonio Brown requesting a trade from the Steelers. Yeah, we'll get into that next week, I think, because you obviously... You want to save that for, for the AFC pod. I'm just so bored of it all anyway. Because you do realise there's only me here this week, so next yeah. week there could be all of them. They're all going to pile on. They are all going to pile yeah, on. They'll all be in the room next week because of Brown putting <laughs> in his request. So. No, we'll save <laughs> that one fine. for next week. That's fine. Let's move on, because obviously, you know, Antonio is his own own entity. I want to talk about the NFC teams, Punk. This is the NFC review show. And what we're going to do is we're going to be very American. We're going to put a time limit on each team. Is that because we tend to talk a lot? We could go on a bit too long. So I want to put a two-minute time limit. And at the end of two minutes, we have to move on to the next team. Do we team. have to use the full two minutes? I mean, I there are should. a few teams in there that you could pretty <laughs> much just use two words, let alone two minutes. So... <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes, shall we? I think, yeah, yeah. I think two minutes we can probably two, talk about. Two minutes, two, two, minutes. two minutes is good. I think I think it gives us a chance to get into how they've played in the last season, possibly mm-hmm. a little bit around what they're looking to do maybe next season. <laughs> yes, but it's like we're having a planning meeting in the middle of it's making a Almost like we're having a planning meeting. Should we move into it's, the NFC? It's East? almost like we haven't actually got any NFL football to talk about, so we're just <laughs> making stuff up. We're talking about the AF, AAF either AAF. right now. AAF. The Alliance of American, American Football. Football. Yeah, it's too confusing for me. Well, it, it wouldn't be so confusing. It's just the fact that they're not showing it really over here. 
No, they haven't really I, made an effort to cater no, for the UK I mean, fans. I, I only stumbled across it, to be honest. I didn't even <laughs> realise it was it was a thing to be... Uh, I know yeah. Vince McMahon's putting the XFL back together. That's but, different, yeah. Yeah, but this this AAF, I, was, I didn't even know it was a thing until the weekend. Well, it's basically NFL Europe, but... Inside America, it's uh, yeah, a so, feeder league so for... It's, it is the official feeder league, mm. isn't it? So mm. I think, yeah, you know, it's, it's never a bad thing to allow more games to be played that we can watch. and If we can watch yeah, them. If, <laughs> Scratch there are ways YouTube. in the internet, you know? Not that <laughs> I would ever condone you doing anything. But no, no, absolutely. Yeah, there's always a way to watch something on the internet. It's definitely good that it's not stepping on the NFL's toes, so that's why it will have a chance to breathe. But yeah, absolutely. And and if it's those fringe players like it was in NFL Europe, you know, you mm. do get a few coming through. Obviously, you know, Kurt Warner's probably the biggest name that came out of NFL Europe. Yeah. Obviously went on to become a Hall of Famer. So, you know, there 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 is very much a chance there could be talent there. Um, it's just whether or not we get to see it. I think you'll get a chance to see the third stringers from a lot of NFL teams. They'll be allowed to go and play in this league unless they get absolutely mullered, which is uh, what happened last week. There's a quite a few QB hits there that wouldn't have been allowed in the NFL but were allowed in the AAF. Yeah, I heard a little bit of this. Um, I don't know whether that's the officials not quite getting the rules right. Or it was whether the first weekend, basically. Exactly. Or whether it's just a case of Actually, you know what? We're going to let them hit a little bit more because it's not Tom Brady. Well, yeah. It, it's going to really help to get some reps in for those quarterbacks that don't get a chance normally. Other than that, though, you're, the, the problem you've got for the AAF is that the overall quality of the player is either going to be someone that didn't make it in the draft, so has never been in the NFL, or has fallen out of the NFL, like a Trent Richardson, yeah, I mean, you could. And do so that. the quality is going it's to be kind lower. of that. It's that step, isn't it? It's that step between the NFL and the CFL. So yeah, you know, it's it's. Whereas the CFL at the moment kind of picks up and hoovers up all those undrafted players and the players that get cut and the mm-hmm. Trent Richardsons of the world. You know, now it's going to be a case of well, the AAF actually gives me a proper foothold back into an NFL team. Yeah. So. You know, I, I think from that point of view, it's it's always good, and you know, who knows? Eventually, you might end up with extra players in the NFL teams and all the rest of it mm. that are playing at a higher level because they've had reps. So, yeah, you know, I think long term, it's it's probably useful to have a feeder league. It's whether they'll, it's they'll sustain the interest the, because exactly, the quality won't quite be exactly. there. And that was the problem with um, NFL Europe in the end yeah. was that the quality was was dropping away and dropping away and of course eventually no one turns up and no one watches so mm. you you end up wasting a load of money um yeah we'll, we'll see it's it's very though, they're not short yet. of a couple of quid so <laughs> they have got a few down the back of the sofa haven't they uh but we didn't want to talk about the af and now we just have so we just spent five minutes talking about it so you know there we go yeah. NFC, young man. NFC. NF- yeah, sorry. Yeah, NFC. Let's, right. Let's, let's get back on. Let's track. go through them, shall we? So we'll start in the NFC East because, you know, that's Why alphabetical. Uh, so we're going to start with the team that finished top of the NFC East. Surprisingly, that was the Dallas Cowboys. Two minute starts now. Uh, they finished with a ten and six record. Good record. Pretty good, considering that no one wanted to win that division. No, they were all all pretty much giving it up, weren't they? I think it took the Cowboys a few weeks to get going. Hmm. Um, I certainly, certainly. I mean, even my old 
adult memory can <laughs> just about get back to September, and, yeah. and they weren't looking good at all. They couldn't get that run game going. Dak was doing nothing. Um, I think around what was it around mid year yeah. mid season they made the trade for their number one wide receiver. <laughs> you loved that move, yeah. Loved that move. I, I I didn't. I didn't. You know, I think Cooper probably needed to get out of Oakland just to have a fresh start somewhere. Um, and he did well. He did well when he went in there. Um, I think he certainly helped open up the run game for Zeke a bit more. And, and you know, he certainly was, was contributing throughout the playoffs when they were in it. So, yeah. you know, I don't think you can you can say it was a bad trade either for the Raiders getting a first-round pick or for Cooper or the Cowboys. No, it did seem to work out. And especially at home, they had a 7-1 record, which was great. Yep. To get back to that kind of dominance. Keep Jerry happy. Demarcus Lawrence was great. He is now a free agent. Tank's now a free agent. So they cannot let him leave the building. If they let him leave the building, then you know, they really are going to be in trouble next season. Also, 5-1 and one in the division was a very good record as well. They needed to kind of establish themselves again because yeah, those absolutely. other teams were knocking on the door I uh, think, after, after last year. I think the other standout thing for me about the Cowboys last season was Leighton Van Der Esch. Oh yeah, I think I think coming in, pick. yeah, when Sean Lee got injured after what game four or five or whatever it was, I think he's um, he was actually probably their outstanding defensive player alongside Tank. Hmm. And with that, we're down to five seconds, <laughs> and so uh, it was a good season for the Cowboys. Obviously, Garrett is just clinging on. Garrett will always cling on. <laughs> My heart will his, cling on. His his heart will cling on. <laughs> Jerry loves him. He's not going to get rid of him. Right. Uh, next up, then the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Where's I'm Philly so sorry. Ah, what a rubbish team those Eagles oh, are. I'm getting my licks in dreadful. now. I can't believe <laughs> they've still got those old boys like Fletcher Cox on uh, their team, and uh, it's just disgraceful. They can't even pick a quarterback. Can't get a quarterback to play a full season, can no. they? And then when they get two, they just don't know what to do with them. Finished nine and seven, so second in the division. Still got into the playoffs as a wild card team. Scraped their way in, really, at the end. It they, was, uh, they, it, it was a bit of a lucky way in, wasn't it? I think. Another messy season for Wentz. Yeah, it's. Yeah. He, he hasn't Wentz, really recovered, has he, from Wentz, this injury? Wentz is a bit of a weird one because you'll watch some games and you think, you know what, he's a Hall of Fame caliber, absolute top notch quarterback. Yeah. And then you'll watch other games and he just makes some of the weirdest decisions mm. and throws some really dumb interceptions and just really strange balls, you know? Um, I don't think I know a lot about the Eagles if I'm honest <laughs> just because I well, didn't... we're halfway through the review well, no, so well done but, uh, what I'm saying what is, do you mean? is well I think back on this last season and I can't think of an Eagles game that jumps out I can't no. think of one player that stood up and said I'm the quality player Foles again did really well in the playoffs yeah but, the, but you're right there was a regression especially in the secondary um, they didn't have Jai in the backfield, and it showed. Yeah, that definitely hurt them. And you know, because they had the kind of in and out for Foles and Wentz during the season, they didn't manage to hook up a, it just a relationship never felt with like, the receivers. Like you said, like they were cohesive, that they were actually moving as a unit. Mm. And I, yeah, it was just felt very disjointed with the Eagles this year. I'm, you know, it, I'd be it's less to now people talking about with year. Wentz and Foles, isn't it? Because they can't keep Foles. Well, Foles is going to go. I mean, he's yeah. he's twenty million in cap space. You know, he's he's going to be in demand, so he's going to have to go somewhere. But this this season has raised more questions from about Wentz than, than absolutely. Previous I think I think I think certainly Wentz has got a few question marks that need answering next year. 
Oh, we're over, and now we're going on to the Washington Redskins. And you've already used five seconds up in telling us that well, we're going on to the Washington That's fine, Redskins. because the Redskins <laughs> hasn't got much to say, really, is it? Uh, I thought the Redskins were actually better than I thought they were going to be last season. Yeah, which, I, is, which is a detriment to them going into the draft. Because they finished seven and nine, but really they could have done with going a lot lower than that yeah, I mean, in the they, draft order. They did get... <sighs> were they unlucky? Would they have carried on? They might well have stolen the division. Or oh, certainly maybe. the second wild card place if Alex Smith hadn't had that horrible leg break. Well, you say that, but even in that before that game, he is a check down Alex. No, no, and I get that. Even in that game, he was still not able to move the ball before the injury happened. I would still argue that that their record at the time when he went down, they would have kept their noses in front of Philly. Possibly. So, yeah, yeah, maybe in front of the terrible I, I, Eagles. I think, but, you know. I think the Redskins are in a little bit of a false position come mm. the end of the season. I don't think they're a seven and nine team. They're probably they're probably just about a ten win team, to be honest. Yeah, but they haven't got a quarterback next year. Yeah, but that's next year. I, we're, <laughs> we're reviewing right. this year. Well, I'm, so, it goes into next year. Adrian Peterson had a kind of renaissance year. He was. I was surprised they gave Andrew Luck the comeback player of the year because AP had a great season. Andrew Luck's been out for two years. AP just didn't have a job. That's that's not comeback <laughs> yeah, player of the badly. year. Yeah, At least when Andrew Luck's played, he's always played to a good standard. Yeah, but when Peterson was at the Saints, he wasn't. He just wasn't getting the touches. You, Peterson's one of those every down backs that you have to really put the load on him and make him run. Mm. That's what the Redskins did. They made him the number one back, gave him the load, and he carried them. So I I think the Redskins were quite good this year. I was a little bit disappointed that they didn't beat the Eagles to that wildcard spot. Well, so the injuries stymied them, and they've got more problems coming into next year. Yep. Ah, that's fair. That's two minutes up. Well, you know, two minutes is two minutes. <laughs> and now we've got a final two minutes on the New York Giants. The New York Football Giants. Yeah, ended up 5-11, and 2-6 and six home record. Let's talk about the positives. Saquon Barkley. There are positives. There are a lot of positives on this team. Yeah. When you look at... Saquon Barkley, Earl Beckham Jr., the tight end who's I want to call Eric Ebron but isn't Eric Ebron. Evan Engram. Evan Engram. <laughs> uh, you know, they have got some serious pieces mm. in place. There's the, one piece that's uh, well, glaringly there's, there's missing. Well, six pieces on that offense that are missing, really. Six pieces. Six pieces. Right. Your offensive line, who can't block anybody, mm. even though you've bought in. Solder from the Patriots. Yeah, Nate Solder, yeah. And paid him a shed ton of money. Yeah. Um, that was a bit of a bust of a move. Look what happens when you move out of New England. I said going in our draft programs last year that yeah. they needed to pick up a quarterback, not Saquon Barkley. Mm. Nothing's changed. They right. still need to pick up a quarterback. Yeah. And despite the all, all the, the scores... They're just exactly the same as they were this time last year. Yes. Just with more... Money being spent on their offense. And they haven't line. got such a high draft pick. And they Which means got there's no chance of them getting pick. a quarterback. They're not going to get a quarterback. So they're going to have to go into free agency. So what are we saying? Joe I Flacco? I smell Joe Flacco. You <laughs> smell Joe Flacco going to the Giants? <laughs> Which I don't is, know. Which the is Jags doing might what? fight you for it. Which but... is what? Putting a plaster on Eli Manning, basically. Well, because he's, he's basically Eli Manning without two rings. Now, absolutely. But... Folds is the, the Eagles aren't going to let Folds go to the Giants. No, go to the Jags. He'll go. Yeah, absolutely. He'll go out of conference. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the Giants are are in a bit of a hole 
Um, and they're not going to get better next year. No. No. And that is it. That is the end of the NFC East. Two-minute reviews. Uh, we're on to the NFC North now, and we're starting with the Chicago Bears. Well, it's a two-word two review, isn't it? What? Khalil Mack. <laughs> well, how about 12-4 and four for a start? You know, they did win the division. 7-1 and one home record. 5-3 and three away. 5-1 and one in, in division. And, and why did they do that? Well, they had a very good defense. Khalil Mack came in and and basically taught that Vic, defense. Vic how Fangio to play defense. sorted out that defense. It wasn't just him, all right. You had Eddie Jackson as well at safety. Eddie Jackson was very Leonard very Floyd, good this who's year. another he very also, good outside he linebacker. He also managed to injure himself. Akeem Hicks a couple of times, which was pretty impressive. Make an interception, slide, and then twist your knee. Well, okay, that I, was I've the never, one time. I've but he's still got interception on the play. At least you're going to do something good first. Eddie Jackson was amazing. Um, they had very good uh, running play as well. Tariq Cohen had a great season. Jordan Howard did not have he a great season. He did okay, though. He was all right. He was better than last he season. Was, I don't know. I think I preferred him last season when he was doing a bit well, more. I think he wasn't doing that much more. Anyway, anyway, Matt Nagy got coach of the year. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Cody Parkey hitting posts like it was going out of fashion, they would have got through to the... No, no, I agree. They would have. They would have been through to play the... Um, Saints? Saints, yeah, yeah, they would have played the, they would <laughs> they have played Saints, Saints probably lost they? to the Saints. I'm, yeah, they I'm may still, well have done. But yeah, I've not been any more convinced by Mitch Trubisky this season than last season. <sighs> he still ain't going to win you a Super Bowl. But I'm not convinced he's going to lose you a Super Bowl either. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, Isn't he? I think does, he can be baited into throws same not, as Goff can. Does he not have that whiff of? game manager around him yeah but not a very that, successful that game manager Joe, well, well I don't know I don't know I I want to see a bit more from him yeah but I don't think he's 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 the reason that the Bears are, are losing games no really but Khalil Mack's the reason they're winning games but Khalil Mack is the reason they're winning games and then we go on to the next team that is the Minnesota Vikings can you believe this team actually finished second in the division 8-7-1 did uh, they actually I I hadn't even yeah no yeah. it makes sense but I hadn't even thought about it but because it. of their uh, thumping loss at home to the Bears they didn't get into the playoffs on the last week. do you know the what season. the Vikings this season might just be the most disappointing team in the NFL yeah when you look at what they were doing in the 2017 season um, and, and the players they've got on that roster and how mm. they started early doors again yeah. yeah, they came out firing. Thielen had seven, eight games in a row, didn't he, with a hundred yards and a touchdown? Touchdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's NFL record stuff. But for whatever reason, they just kept losing close games, and and just shooting themselves in the foot. It yeah. it was very very strange this Vikings team this year, and I I I can't really put my finger on why. Yeah, the the defense wasn't quite as suffocating as it was last year. Um, there were some injuries across the line as well. It didn't help, but you've got Anthony Barr now as a free agent, and I don't know if they're going to pick him up again. Mm, Moving forwards, they've had maybe. some problems at, at cornerback. They weren't quite as effective either. So on the defensive side of the ball, it wasn't quite as good. And you've brought in Kirk Cousins, expecting that he's going to make a massive difference, and he's not over Case Keenum. They're they're quite similar players. He is a little bit better than Keenum. But he's not good enough that you can just go, okay, well, now we fix the offense because we've got Kirk Cousins in there now. We've I suppose that's it, isn't a it? It's a shed ton of money. It's it, Yeah, it's the, it's the shed ton of money, isn't it, that could cause them the problem kind of two or three years down the line. Yeah. But I think 
I think that's it. I think again, it is just one of those mere seasons where they haven't got a good offensive coordinator there. They need someone to come and actually put a scheme in place rather than just but go slot corner for. And I think that's leader. the most frustrating thing with them is that they've got a decent set of players. You are eating just into the next coaching. team's time. It's five seconds. Sure, the You're... flipping cheesy Packers all wait. <laughs> Dear me. Them Green Bay Packers, 6-9-1, and one, and a whole them... season of Aaron Rodgers there as well. Well, you know, that's pretty much their team, isn't it? It's Not a whole season of Mike McCarthy, this... though. No, no. But their, their whole team this year was Aaron Rodgers, and they didn't yeah, and have six an awful wins. lot else. You know? Six wins, man. And but most of them with was was him with his bum leg, one and seven away, and that one away win came in the last season, last game of the regular season against the Jets. So that was a a, a gimme, a throwaway <laughs> game. <laughs> they had to still put the effort in to get that win. Uh, you say, but yeah, that was an embarrassing yeah, I mean, season for the. No, the Packers have the been Packers. terrible. The Packers were absolutely dreadful. I, I tell you what, the the only decent Packers game I saw was actually the first week of the season when they came back against the Bears. Okay. Um, and that was just, oh, hello, Aaron Rodgers is going to do his magic on one leg. Does this mean they're going to have one of those seasons where he just can carry everything? Mm. And it very quickly became apparent that they didn't have any offense and had even less on defense. He only trusted Devontae Adams to throw to despite that um, Valdez Scantling had an okay season he seems like Devontae Adams just a couple of years earlier he had the same problems um, with a couple of drops other than that I think Blake Martinez was pretty good at middle linebacker he actually had a very good season consistently as well right but you can't Green Bay haven't had a good defense in years but they've got some good players but they've got good players so it has to be a coaching problem well yeah and we're going to see what happens now is it Matt LaFleur has come in now as the New head coach. Just of the flower. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he shook hands with Sean McVay once. and uh, <laughs> So, yeah. So one he's, season he's in Tennessee. Thing. There yeah. we go. Yeah, so. That'll be it. Good luck to the Packers good next season. Good luck to the Packers. They can't be much worse. They've got quite a few draft picks coming up. So, yeah. yeah true. Last and certainly least in the NFC North is the Detroit Lions. They just love propping up this this division. Despite how bad the Packers were, they still didn't finish bottom. Detroit did six and ten was their final record. Three and five at home, three and five away, two and four in the division. And it was a regression for Matt Stafford, I guess. You know, he's kind of, as far as I'm concerned, he's kind of helped them to not be terrible. The li- yeah, for a few years now. The line. Kind of the problem is the Lions are in that what used to be the San Diego zone, mm. where you're in that. Six, six win. seven win seasons so where you're not again. getting a good enough draft pick, but you're not terrible in that you you can still cause problems. Yeah, you know, they beat the Patriots this year, the Lions. Yeah. So, you know, they are... And again, they're a bit of a weird one in that you kind of take the individual pieces of their team and go, okay, yeah, that's all right. That's not too bad. You know, they've got reasonable receivers. Yeah. They've got a decent quarterback. Yeah, it's... Couple, the their defensive backfield isn't terrible. No, you know, but Ziggy Ansa had an okay season. Ziggy as well. was okay, but there's just no, there's nothing tying it all together. It's all fits and spurts, and there's just again no consistency. Consistency is a massive thing in the NFL. I think I mean, losing Golden Tate's going to be difficult to to square as well because they had injuries. Marvin Jones was injured for most yeah. of the season, and then when they traded Golden Tate mid season. Um, to the Eagles I don't think it was the right move because he is 
such a good possession and, and yard after catch receiver. And when they've already lost Megatron a couple of years ago, I don't think they've really to moved. Keep Kenny, Kenny Golladay, to be fair, though, had a great season. Golladay was the breakout star of that team, yeah, without a doubt. Um, it's got I to think... be galling for them to watch what Eric Ebron's doing. However, yeah, the... absolutely. And and you know Stafford's getting to that age now where you've got to start thinking about when's the inevitable decline coming. And I think know. we might have just started seeing it. Who knows? We're on to the NFC South now, Punk, and we start with the New Orleans Saints, thirteen and three was the record top record in the in the well NFL joint with the Rams uh, for win loss they actually scored 504 points only conceded 353 had a 7 and 1 away record which was great and a 6 and 2 home record the Saints are a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team this year yeah first half of the season they were just bombing teams out and and scoring massive amounts of points and away you go and then yep. kind of somewhere around mid-season they suddenly remembered that they've actually got a pretty good defense as well. Yeah. So they then started just beating teams with defense and 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 knowing that they were getting enough. Well, Marshall Nathanmore was largely anonymous for the first half of the season. You're right. They did have that loss to, at home to the Bears, where they kind of showed that you can slow them down from scoring. I think it was 15-10 that final they, score. They did, and but around the same time they beat the Rams as well. Oh no, it was the Cowboys. They? Sorry, it's the Cowboys beat them. Sorry. Oh yes, Cowboys the beat them, not the Bears. Yeah, but then you've got the Rams game as well, where yeah. they just went in the shootout, and I, yeah, I mean, all right. End of the day, the Saints they had a good season. Mm-hmm. They've got good players. They had we a chance at the Super Bowl. Players. They went had down to overtime. Many chances at the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it's not down to one call from a ref. No. I don't care what anyone says. I'm not having that. Fully in agreement. Um, they'll be there or thereabouts next year. I suppose the question has to start being asked now of Breeze, being 41 next <laughs> season, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, the piece is there. They're not in salary cap hell or anything, so no. I think they'll be around for a few years yet. I think they kind of whiffed on their first round pick uh, last year. And so it's going to be interesting to see what they do this year with the draft because they do need a couple of pieces, I think, just to get over. They probably do, but you can pick those up. Second, third round. You keep overlapping this. Atlanta well, Falcons! I, I can't talk. Atlanta Falcons! All right, I'll make it quick. <laughs> Go on, so then. the Atlanta Falcons. 79. Uh, Not Season fine. blighted by injuries and bad coaching. Mm-hmm. On the defense, it was injuries. Yeah. Uh, bad coaching on the on offense. The offense. Um, Matt Ryan was Matt Ryan, did Matt Ryan things. Julio Jones, is he starting to drop off a little bit? I think he probably is. I he don't wasn't think really he's quite though. as. Do- well, was oh, he sorry, not targeted? He had the was- yards, just didn't have the touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. The first half of the so season. I'm not convinced that's not him not being targeted, but maybe he's not targeted in the red zone. Do as they much. have too many receivers now with Sanu you- and Calvin Ridley? That's it. Were there too many people to throw at? Very possibly. <laughs> and Austin Very Hooper possibly. in the middle. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, it's a, it's still a loaded team. I mean, before the season last season, I fully expected the Falcons to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they weren't is surprising, but not for me. It's not not, not <laughs> That's completely a tough surprising, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So you know, it's it is a tough division, but I honestly thought they 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 would have learned from their Super Bowl loss a couple of years ago. To, they really um, have. They've really regressed since then. But in terms they of have. Being a they, they, they've not kind of taken that on and, and gone forward with it at all, have they? 
Um, I think yeah. it was the Saints game when they lost that that shootout game that really kind of yeah, nailed their that, season. That kind of was. If they yeah. won it, it might have been an impetus yeah. to move forwards. But losing I mean, at home to the Saints was too much for them. I don't. I don't remember them losing any games massively. I don't think they got absolutely smashed too no. often. But they just they're lacking something. Four and four at home. And in, your, in your new place, you want that to be a kind of yeah, fortune, exactly. It wasn't. You, you'd you'd want to be a seven and one or something at home, wouldn't you? In in that, especially in that stadium. Yeah, it was mistakes. It was sloppy. There was you know just it was it mistakes. Wasn't on it was mistakes, but they'll improve next season. There you <laughs> go. Two minutes on the nose. Oh, you Can't fixed. go wrong. The Carolina Panthers also ended seven and nine. Uh, they had a better home record than the Falcons in at five and three, but a two and six away record. Dave's pick for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that was really what did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we that, should tell Ron Rivera to uh, their <laughs> just to see Absolutely. Dave for further details. See Dave for further details. <laughs> don't do not don't sack me. <laughs> yeah. Um, difficult season for Cam. Struggling again with injuries team as well. You know, it was it was they had some good wins. They yeah. had some really awful losses. Yeah. I mean, there was that Thursday night game, I think it was against you lot, actually, where... Oh, we smashed was them. Was it 44-6 or something? And Cam threw, I think it was about eight eight completions. We had a good day, night that so. night. But, is, yeah. you know, there were too many of those types of games. It, it, it was swinging either one way or the other. Yeah, but at the same time, their defense, their front seven, again, was very good. Front James Bradbury's all right as a corner as well. Um DJ Moore had a good season at wide receiver. You know, he's he's starting to get there with Cam. And, of course, you know, Christian McCaffrey just consistently nailing it every yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and Curtis Samuel as well started to gadget play his way into some points as well. Yeah, I mean, he started taking on um, McCaffrey's place from last year when mm. they when they eased him in. Because when they mm. first put him in, they were using him a lot on gadget plays. Yeah. Um, and I think they've just kind of swapped the roles slightly, haven't they? And, and, and McCaffrey now just does the bell cow running back. Stuff yeah. I say bell cow. He's not really a bell cow. He's too <laughs> sprightly for that. But you know, he's he's t- certainly taking the majority of the handoffs. I suppose next season you kind of have to go. Is Cam healthy? He has to. Well, they're prove talking that about him for the entire season. Well, that can't happen. We'll see. I I don't think that's going to happen. But who knows? I mean, the guy has been getting hit consistently and late, and who knows? Yeah, it does feel like they're trying to play through McCaffrey now rather than. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sensible, isn't it? If, if your quarterback's getting hit and getting injured, use your running back more. Yeah. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 5-11. and 11, They finally said goodbye to Dirk Cutter. Moved in Bruce Arians now yep. as new head coach. It's another one of those seasons where Mike Evans, you know, looks good and you, Jameis Winston likes having arguments on the sideline. You can and, do this with Tampa Bay almost every single season. You can sit yep. them down on a pad of paper and go, you know what, that's a really decent... Yeah, unit. Levante David had a good it, season. They again. just never ever come together. It's either the defense is no. awful and the offense is great, or the offense is great and the defense is awful, or there's just no real cohesion between offense and defense. So, you, you, yeah, it, they're a real weird team to me. But a one and seven Bay away Buccaneers. record was no bueno. I, I guess one of the positives was to see Peyton Barber turn up as a running back there and actually. Seemed to be pretty good for them. Gave them options. Yeah, no, he he was reasonable. Um, obviously, you had Fitzmagic first <laughs> few weeks of the season, which kind of got which helped to Sean Jackson. But it, now, it of course, now he's Sean looking Jackson, for another move. It helped a lot of people's fantasy teams. Yeah, Adam Humphries has come back from injury, and uh, you know, it's it's yeah, like you said on paper, 
there is the genus of a good team there. There absolutely is. And, you know, maybe Arians is the one to get it out of him, but I'm starting to think Winston's never going to be that NFL quarterback that they wanted him to be when they drafted him. It's so frustrating because when you watch Hard Knocks, he does put the work in. You can tell that he wants to do well. He is a Florida boy, um, but he just needs to kind of trust the rest of his team it, and unfortunately yeah. the rest of the team do let him down at the same time yeah. so yeah, you I mean, know the amount of drops and you know you got OJ Howard there you've yeah it's, it, they're loaded with talent loaded with talent <laughs> and they've they got money to burn as well so, you and they've know. got money to burn Let's see what they do this season Let's I mean, they've got they another the high draft season, pick but they're going to have five. to show me something this time before I go jumping on the bandwagon like I did a couple of years ago yeah last is the NFC West where we've got the LA Rams 13 and 3 tied for the best record in the um, NFL. La Rams. 7 and 1 home record, 6 and 2 away. So the opposite to the Saints. Got to the Super Bowl, tanked it on offense. Do you know what? What? I think the Rams and <sighs> this is going to sound a bit crazy. They've they've <laughs> underachieved this year, have they? They built that team for the specific purpose of winning the Super Bowl and yeah, and and beating the Patriots. Mm. They did the hard work. They got there, and then it was just a complete choke job. On, on offense, yeah, on offense. No, I'm it not. wasn't just Goff. The, the offensive line was bad as well. Got, not not going to excuse no, no, Goff. No, no, absolutely. The o- but the whole offense. I mean, but yeah. Goff in particular. Missing those throws, you know, everything was there for it. It was bad play calling. Well, it's not bad play calling when you miss your your number one receiver walking into the end zone. Un- <laughs> that was a late with, throw. With no one, yeah, but it, yeah, it again, that was that a bad late. throw. Yeah, but that was that was when the game was three nothing. He's he was three nothing for most of the game. One, yeah, but he's not seen his number one receiver walking into the end zone. I know, with no one around him for twenty yards. You're going to get no defense from me on that that game. Ah, oh, but. I just the Rams should have been so good. Yeah. Gurley was running. You know, mm-hmm. Gurley's had a great season. He's had yeah, an he MVP has. season. Yeah. Aaron Donald's had an MVP season. You yeah. know, Sean McVay had an MVP season. Goff was good right well, we, up until about sixty minutes before the end <laughs> of the season. Now we've got to see what they're gonna do in the off season, who they they can keep hold of, who's gonna come back next year. Obviously, Sue is a free agent again. Sue's a free agent. I think Talib's gonna, a free agent. Yeah. Marcus uh, Joyner, I think, is a free agent. So, there's a lot of question marks on what Fowler's happens next year. Fowler's a free agent as yeah, well, I think. Yeah, you know, The Rams, there's no reason why the Rams can't be there for the next two or three years, as we said last year. No. Um, it's entirely, really, up to cash. Cash money, homie. Cash money. The Seattle Seahawks finished second in the NFC West, a ten and six record. Didn't uh, they did make it into the wild card round, but that was your lot. Uh, a six and two home record saw them in. A four and four away record was not as good as we expected, but obviously they're on a bit of a down movement. Yeah, from where on they the were. whole, the Seahawks overachieved for me. I thought they were going to be closer to an eight and eight, seven seven win team, something like that. Seven eight win team. It's what a franchise quarterback can do for you. Yeah, no, and and especially in that kind of first half of the season Russell Wilson was the one that was carrying them mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to me the Seahawks because they're supposed to be on a slide yep. they've got rid of a whole load of players yep. for a lot of money so mm-hmm. they've got loads of cap space and they've still got Pete Carroll yeah still 
I mean, he's kind of weathered that storm, hasn't he? So now he, like they said, he's he's told his stories to the people that they've now left, apart from Russell Wilson, who is I, like a robot I anyway. Think doesn't care. They've got a sneaky good chance of being really good next year. I think they, if if they get the right draft picks in, mm. and they get the right free agents in. <laughs> well, to help. team punk what are you talking no, no, about no <laughs> no but, but, but it's not a case of just throwing money at players it's throwing no. money at the right players at the right position that brings something to the locker room as well as the team mm-hmm. so it's you know people would have said Sue was a bad influence well no he wasn't because Aaron Donald was there to keep Sue in check yeah. in the locker room so what you need to do is you're looking to bring in these fiery guys that can make a difference but that also won't upset the balance of the players that you've already got. They need to re-sign Frank Clark as well. He had consistent uh, pressure off the edge. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Well, Thomas I, is gone now, so but, uh, they've got to replace that. And yeah, there's no so, no game chance anymore. So no, but that's what they're going to go out in free agency too. I wouldn't be surprised if Tlaib turned up there. To be honest, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all. All right, uh, the 49ers. 49ers. Four and twelve. Uh, an 0-8 away record 4-4 four and four at home 1-5 uh, in division but their season was stymied when Garoppolo went down in week 5 I'm saying probably the unluckiest team yeah Jeremy can out for the entire season. season as well so we haven't seen and Marcus no. Goodwin hardly got a, a chance to play with injury as well we haven't really had a chance to see the San Francisco 49ers. No, and you won't really get a chance to see Marquise Goodwin as their number one receiver because Antonio Brown's going to be their number one receiver. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So you know, um, yeah, the 49ers. It's a difficult season. Yeah. Um. Obviously, anytime you're 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 playing your backup QB, backups backup. Nick Mullen was the third. He string was the third string, wasn't he? So yeah, the backups backup. Anytime you do that, it's not pretty. And I thought he did pretty well, to be honest. Oh, he did, yeah. Um, I think, you know, they were in most games, certainly. Um, George Kittle, massive standout as a tight end. You know, breakout player of the season, probably. Yeah. For me. Um, I don't think I'd really paid any attention to him before last season. But anytime you can break the tight end record for receiving yards and, you know... And that's even when they're starting to double team you as well. Exactly, he, they yeah. know where he was going. Yeah, and, uh, he's, he's a tight end that was having two hundred yard receiving games. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> certainly a nice base for Garoppolo when he comes back in as a as a check down option yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the moment, he's probably the number two target after Goodwin. Yeah, but you know, if if you do get some some top class receiving talent in there, you got Brader as well, who had a great season. Mm-hmm. I think I think things are looking good for the 49ers. Healthy. I think they're the sneaky pick next year. They could I well be. Do. They could well be. And with that, we're on to the final team, which is the Arizona Cardinals. Three and thirteen. They have the number one pick in this year's draft. One and seven was the home record. Two and six was the away record. A truly turgid first year for Josh Rosen. Coming in on the third game or something, it was wasn't long before they pulled him in. And then they've sacked his coaches, and now he's going to have yeah. to learn a whole new system as well. Yeah, because you know they, so, Steve Wilkes had from what he had to deal with. I can't believe they thought it's, they could it's do madness, any better, isn't it? It's madness. But I sp- screw him. What do you say about the Cardinals? Screw them. Just eh, eh. they've been bad for years. Even when you know they had a, half a decent team there. 
they were on the downslide and they didn't address the 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 problems like Carson Palmer. They could have brought in a replacement well before that. I and wish I it's just an embarrassment for Fitzgerald that he's got to stay in that. That's that what I was going to say. I I just wish that someone in that organization would get hold of Fitzgerald and say, "Will you, for the love of God, go to the Patriots or something? <laughs> no. Just go somewhere no. where you're going to get a chance." Go to the Rams. At, at getting back to the Super Bowl because, <laughs> you know, his loyalty is to be admired. You know, he's a, he's a good guy on and off the field. Yeah, from what we're led to believe, you know, just just go and get yourself a ring somewhere, please, for the love of God, because he will be one of the best players to never have won a ring. Okay, let's talk about the quick positives then. Christian Kirk had a very positive uh, first season before the injury. Chandler Jones had another great season and David Johnson stayed healthy and had a decent season as well. Other than that though, nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing there. And, and you know, Chandler Jones is no spring chicken. No. So, which means, well, the, the, the thoughts are they're going to be picking up Nick Bosa with the first overall pick, but I, I, I think they need to trade away that overall pick and, and pick up many, many picks. Yes, I do too. Many, many positions. And there we go. Look at that bunk. You said we'd struggle for two minutes. We struggled to stay under two minutes. That's very true. It's very true. <laughs> There's obviously more to talk about than you realise. I know, there's so much left on the table. Either that or I just drew my words out really slowly <laughs> so that we took up a bit more time. No, I think we did all right there. We did okay. <laughs> that was the NFC review. So obviously next week when we've got even more of us in the room, we've got to do the AFC. You see, that will be harder with more of us in the room because I think I we'll all five be minutes trying to <laughs> chuck, our, chuck our ten penny worth in. We'll see. We'll see. How long can you talk about the uh, the bills? Probably about as long as the Cardinals, <laughs> or minus the, the Fitzgerald bit. So yeah, twenty seconds. Oh, those then, Raiders. We've got to spend a little bit oh, of time got, on we them. We can spend hours on the Raiders though, could, with the implications yeah. and the moves. And, There'll be philosophy lessons yeah, about the Raiders yeah, for years yeah, to come. Absolutely, absolutely. How not to run a sports franchise? <laughs> but you know, what do you see. mean they're turning the corner? We haven't got to Vegas yet. I said Vegas. We're not Vegas. in Vegas yet. <laughs> yeah. We're not in anywhere. Need that stabilising factor of not, Las Vegas. Not only are we teamless, <laughs> we're homeless. <laughs> Anyway, uh, well, yeah. So, thank you very much, Punk, for for coming over and doing this uh, this pod. Always a pleasure. Where no one else would. No one else would. Everyone <laughs> else told you where to go. Wanted a week off, even though they only had a week off. A couple. I of weeks know. Ago. I know. But you know, it's always fun to talk with you, Jim. Thanks, man. If you liked what you heard, guys, make sure you're subscribing and telling your friends about us as well. We are going to keep going until the draft, and obviously cover draft night live, and then the aftermath, uh, the day after. Then we get a break. Then we can finally take a, a is that, day is off. Is that when punk. we can we can take some time off and stop looking at NFL.com yeah. and be breaking news story <laughs> and just to find a scrap of some... I yeah, mean, we don't cover Kareem, OTAs. Yeah, but let's be honest, that, that Kareem Hunt story broke at just the perfect time for us because we really had nothing to talk about <laughs> <laughs> until until that happened. So. We're okay with the NFC. We could have just done three minutes rather than we two. Could have, we could have done three minutes rather than two, <laughs> couldn't we? But there you go. Such, yeah. is, such is life. Make sure you're checking out uh, Twitter at Jim and the King and obviously JimandtheKing.com for all of our footage and stuff. But uh, yeah, next week, get ready for the AFC review. And maybe in between, we might even get an interview with uh, with a Rams fan as well. Maybe. 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 Mm. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? So in, Mysterious and... Rams fans that you claim to know. But... I do know them. <laughs> Honest. So until next time, guys, I've been Jim. That's been Punk Raider. And thank you so much for listening. Mm.